0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Electric Trashed. I said that too fast. Why did I say that so fast? Everybody,
1: ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're so excited to get to this. That's You're, why you
0: said it so okay. I am excited to get to this. You are not listening to the podcast at 1.5 speed on your Apple uh, <laughs> podcast app. No, this is actually how fast I'm going to talk the entire episode because I'm so thrilled about what the. <clears throat> no, I'm fucking around. He's the guy
1: that reads all the legal terms at the end of car commercials on the radio. Yeah, this Tesla will absolutely
0: kill you and your child, and it (laughs) will run over random pedestrians, and we will not be at fault. And uh, also, Elon Musk just said that the new truck could also be briefly used as a boat, but let's be honest, anything that jumps into the water could also briefly be used as a boat until it sinks.
1: You know, all mushrooms are edible. Some are only edible once. It's the same concept same concept that's exactly it did you see that elon musk said that dude don't man elon musk we got we got in whole join us for the musk cast we're coming there's
0: already there's already groups of like nerds doing musk
1: cast i'm sure oh i love that guy yeah i'm sure that's a reddit that we haven't heard about at this point or at least i haven't i don't know how you are on reddit i'm not that frequently on there no 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 although i feel like it's a requirement for millennials of our of our generation you know yeah I mean? uh but yeah hi how's everybody doing today
0: yeah anyway he said because of the the hurricane in florida oh yeah it's going on
1: Ian. yeah hurricane
0: yeah. ian it's, it's gonna um,
1: date this episode
0: you know everybody's like I don't know. I don't know what he said, but he's like, you know, the Cybertruck, when it comes out, can also briefly be used as a boat. To it that w- If everybody owned if everybody in Florida owned a Cybertruck, they would be safe because they could use it briefly as a boat. And everybody was like, briefly as a boat? And then one guy's like, yeah, you use it briefly as a boat and then briefly as a submarine and then briefly you're dead. <laughs> and then permanently you're all dead. <laughs> yeah. But he just makes these like wild outlandish claims <clears throat> um I mean, A cuz he's just like he's just dumb, but also he's he's kind of an asshole. Uh the truth is he does it to fight like public transportation bills. Like California wanted to pass high-speed rail and he's like, "Don't do that. I can give you Hyperloop for so much cheaper." And California was like, "Sure." And then they voted against high-speed rail and then he's like, "Haha, Hyperloop doesn't exist."
1: <laughs> it doesn't even It's work.
0: not real. It's like the he's advertising it like it's the Mario the Mario pipes. <laughs> <laughs> you could just hop in my pipe and then it'll take you to it,
1: the it'll take you to world 3.4 it's those futurama tubes where people get in yeah and then they just kind of slide along a vein that goes around yeah. the city
0: so he invents all this shit like whenever whenever they're like about to about to vote for public transportation he's like for half the cost i can give you something different and people are like okay and then it, it doesn't pass he's like aha what i said doesn't exist <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah, you know. Hey, guys. By That's the way, so I talk about he's gonna build <laughs> tunnels. He builds tunnels, dude. He sucks. Dude. Okay. So it's like, hey, I'm gonna give you guys flamethrowers, but then I'm gonna build one tunnel oh, in I Las fir- Vegas that fucking sucks. It was first of all, it's Los Angeles, and I oh, forgot sorry, about. Los Angeles, I forgot sorry. about flamethrowers. Yes, that that actually fucking happened. I forgot about flamethrowers. That's throwers. a thing that happened. And you know what? People God got damn he sucks about it. You know what, guys? We're taking a stand right now. This is the. This, you know what we were going to talk about a movie
0: we're talking about a movie that takes place in south africa and frankly yeah. it should have been elon that's true <laughs> it should have been i wish i wish it was elon musk fighting a lion in south africa instead of uh idris Elbus.
1: elon musk technically an african-american gotta say that i and yeah. i can uh anybody elon can musk. <laughs> that's not a
0: that's not a black privilege to be able to call him whoa whoa, whoa
1: whoa 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 who said anything about black
0: Oh, for our audio listeners, in case you can't immediately <laughs> tell from Clarence's voice... What up, y'all? He's black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but no, seriously, uh, uh, that, that's actually a really good place to dovetail in because... Sure. Yeah, let's get off stupid Elon. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about that motherfucker. Let's here. talk... Technically that nigga. Let's not talk about... <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, let's not that- talk about Elon Musk anymore and uh, the matter at hand, which is the movie
0: that's not a, that's not a technicality you don't have to be like technically there's no there's no technically involved in that uh um, okay <laughs> far be it for me to police your language but okay. you just don't have to say technically <laughs> okay. no matter what Okay. Um, <laughs> all right all right so um all right all right all right oh that was my last episode oh oh did y'all do we did a. Oh, the, I need to see the one that just came out yesterday uh, that uh, Jimmy D and I did um, was the the McConaughey movie, The Beach Bum, Beach and I start Bum. I start that episode saying, "All right, all right, all right." Hey! But it, I saw it. I say it in a I say it in a funny way.
1: You know what the the middle school that stood in for the high school in Dazed and Confused is about two miles up the road from where you live.
0: Get out of town. That
1: one right there. Yeah, uh, better check. Get out of town. Yeah. That, that's, what it, that's the one that I went to as a middle schooler for three years.
0: I'm going to out myself right now as a uh, kind of maybe hurting my film credibility. I haven't seen all of that movie.
1: It's okay. It's uh, it's Richard Linklater. Yeah. Uh, I don't care for Link Ladder. I think whatever. it's Linklater. Uh, he, you know, Austin based <clears throat> filmmaker, Scanner Darkly, all of that kind of thing. Mm hmm. Um really, really good job. Really good job on that film. It's a, Everybody it, it's loves a moment it. of the It's time. like a classic.
0: I have tried to watch it. I don't care for it.
1: I also don't like I hate
0: coming of age movies. I hate that genre. Gotcha. So
1: everybody's entitled to I understand be wrong. this is
0: supposed to be a little funny, but like I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> it sucks. Um let's get to Let's get to the matter the, top, at hand. the topic du jour, folks, is one of two currently in theaters. Idris Elba films. Uh, That's right, called Beast. Uh, he also has a movie in theaters called Three Thousand Years of Longing. Correct. Where he's the I guess he's the the supporting actor because it's uh, I guess Tilda Swinton is our is the star of that film. Um, I haven't seen that yet, probably won't, don't know if I will or not, but um, I also wasn't sure if I would see Beast. I know you and I talked about it when we talked about trailers. We did. um, A while back, a couple months ago at this point. Idris Elba
1: fighting a lion.
0: Yeah, and we talked about briefly, um, I mentioned that Idris Elba is in that class of leading men actors who were legendary on legendary tv shows who put on incredible performances and i've said this we thought that they were going to make the jump to movies and we thought they were going to just crush the movie universe and none of them did and i'm talking about the the main guys that spring to mind is um uh walter white whatever his name is in real life brian cranston brian cranston incredible performance on an incredible tv show and then when he becomes a movie guy it's kind of lackluster
1: literally code off in the first act of godzilla which was supposed to be his like first big blockbuster that was one of his first big movie roles (laughs) which i which
0: i respect i mean he must he might have taken that role before fame really popped off like on the rise yeah and then they started billing it like we have him in this movie we have to start pumping him and again I'm, I want to say lackluster because these guys aren't bad. Cranston's not like bad in any of his movies that I've seen. Um, Idris Elba's not bad in any of the movies he I've seen. Um, I can't remember the other guy I, I mentioned. Uh,
1: there was there was somebody else and I can't remember either, but I do remember the, the basic gist of this conversation, which is these guys who otherwise have the right stuff well, we think they'd. Oh, John Hamm is the third guy. There you go. Oh, John Hamm is such a good example of the. John exactly Hamm's the third guy.
0: Legendary TV show, I, which I haven't seen. Legendary TV show, a, a great performance by all accounts. Um, everybody says he's fantastic. I believe them. I'm sure he's amazing in that show, Mad Men.
1: Join us for the Hamm Cast. <laughs> He
0: just wants to. It's he just wants to do a cast for everything.
1: <laughs> but no, trying started
0: podcast empire.
1: It oh, no Jesus no um, juicy smole. No, uh, definitely at some point do watch
0: Mad Men. It's a very
1: good show. Yeah, I've heard it it's great. Worth your
0: time. That is just, that is a show I kind of I would like consider checking out.
1: Definitely do. Uh, but to to get back to the point you're trying to make at hand here, uh, there are these people who otherwise would you would think oh i could see exactly how they would be yeah how their star is rising and it just it never reaches the horizon you think it will yeah
0: and then i mean <clears throat> idris elba as long ago as like 10 years ago they were talking about elba uh being james bond they were talking about him like 10 years ago still talking about, they it, still talk about it now I, I they they made a reference to it on, like, the daily show within the last week.
1: It's him and me, I think. It's between the two of us. I think you'd be better. You know, I yeah. don't know. They but... want a wanna James Bond with a 52 size jacket.
0: <laughs> 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 That's what we need. That's the kind of representation I want to see. All right, I don't want, I to, want see... to see thick James. Yeah, Bond. I don't want to. See... I want to see fat James Bond. I don't need to see black James Bond or a girl James Bond or a fucking
1: James blonde. In... Yeah, I don't need to that. see an
0: Indian James Bond. Let's get a fat guy in there.
1: Let's get a. Let's get a. Hey, shut up. Uh, let's get a decent sized American in there. Yeah, let's get
0: an American James Bond. Yeah. How about how about that yeah. Hollywood <laughs> um, hashtag?
1: Let's solve this.
0: Yeah. Now, does that when when those like. You know a, a album might be James Bond. We're gonna make James Bond black. Did that like mean anything to you? As a no, are, are you even a James Bond
1: fan? Like, do you like I, those I, movies? I, I'm decently a James Bond fan. Um, but you know, I grew up same as you with like the Pierce Brosnan, the best, yeah, exactly. Like Golden Eye, all the of that kind one. of stuff. Yeah, Golden Eye is the best one absolutely so and then you you have the daniel craig one which honestly pretty fucking good too uh, those are okay
0: daniel craig is i think daniel craig is okay like as the actor or the as the character or whatever but honestly i think all those movies are pretty bad i think they don't i think they're i think they're all pretty bad and like this they don't make sense like i think they have bad stories
1: you know and, and that might be the case but i do like daniel craig in the role i can take him seriously as a james bond type yeah he's uh-huh. fine and you know, of course, they had to do the whole blowfell. That's not even the thing we're talking about right now. No, we'll get to it. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but long story short, I think that Idris Elba would be. I mean, James Bond has always been a classification for a person, right? Like that is a code name. Double O Seven, James Bond is a code name. You That's don't. Why pick-
0: I see. So you're like. So your argument is like. Of course we can make James Bond black because that's not really his name. Uh, whenever you get plugged into this position, they just call you James Bond Double O Seven. Exactly. I think I've heard that conspiracy. I've heard that theory. I don't
1: necessarily. Agree. I don't
0: agree with it. Uh,
1: I think it's like a men in black situation. You know how everybody's like K or J. Or well, right, whatever.
0: but that is still the first letter of their real name.
1: But then, you know, you only have 26 agents at that point.
0: That's a great point. What happens if they have like, uh, we have a...
1: What if they have three Ks? Are they going to call them Agent KKK?
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, they are. That's what the real...
1: By the way, wear this hood.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the men in white. You're thinking of a different franchise.
1: Oh, oh stupid me. Fuck me. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. Seriously. It's Well, like, so cause it, did you see the last James Bond? Uh, oh, shit. Which one was that? That was... Um, the one that just not came Skyfall, out. Skyfall, but no, the one after that. No,
0: dude. You're like three movies behind. Wow. It's, uh, uh, uh No Time to Die. That's correct. That's the one with
1: another 007 it. Well,
0: so... James Bond the human being who that is his real name he um he's like he's like retired he's hiding he left a mission and he's just like fuck this and he's just like out cuz his girl his his uh uh or whatever some kind of fucked up shit happened and he's like he just walked away he walked away from the business he's he's living on an island drinking
1: he's always living on an island
0: Yeah, it's awesome. That's what I want to do. Right? Um but Anyway, he gets pulled back into it. Of course. He gets pulled back into it, but while he's been gone, they replaced him. There's 007 we we're not going to skip that number. So there's there is a 007 at uh at MI6. It's uh, I don't know I don't remember the actress's name. Is it I don't want to even guess cuz I don't know her name. So if I, I guess the wrong name, people are going to call me racist. We all know
1: who you're talking about because but, everybody has IMDb. Yeah, just look it up. Whatever,
0: whatever that actress's name, but anyway, she's like, I'm 007 now, and he's like, I mean, okay, uh, but she's like, she didn't say, I'm 007. My name is James Bond. I'm a girl. She goes, um, she goes, I'm. Okay. It, it that's the number.
1: Gotcha. The same okay. way as like, All right. you know, that that is
0: a good argument. For it, it. It's just like a, it's just like a, it's not even a ranking. It's just like the, they just assign you the number for well, whatever.
1: I mean, isn't? I mean, even at this point, Judy Dench is. She's gone, right? She's no longer of this mortal coil. Yeah, oil,
0: yeah. She right. She, well, real life Judy
1: Dench, or, or is her, she still uh, here? M? Is she still alive? Judy Dench is alive. Judy Dench is M alive, but M is in the continuity. Well, of, M is, but that's the thing is M is
0: also a a designation. Yeah, Q. So Q stands for quartermaster. Gotcha. That's what Q is. Q branch. That it's just an abbreviation for quartermaster. Gotcha. M is for the minister. Or like the one that's in charge, so
1: that's where Ra- Ray Fiennes was. Yeah, he Ray Fiennes is the okay, new gotcha, is the gotcha. new M.
0: I see it. Now. Um, and and then sorry, you know, I can't remember who was M in like the first, the first few James Bond movies. Like, it, there's always been an M. There's always been a Q. There's another letter I can't remember. L M um, N O P. Yeah, some one of those. Either way, if Idris Elba was, if they made Idris Elba as James Bond, and it's like, would that would that mean anything to you, or does it? Do you not care?
1: I don't. I don't think it would mean anything to me personally because there's no way for me to identify with somebody who is James Bond. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna identify with a highly empowered spy with access to the yeah best technology and a lot of money. That's a good point. But definitely.
0: you're also we're also in our thirties. That's what true. If, what if it happened when we were kids? What if? What if 20 years ago instead of Pierce Brosnan the first James Bond
1: you saw was a, was a black dude would that would it, would it have meant anything to 12-year-old well, well, Clarence That that's a great that's a great question because uh, maybe not to me but to British black kids which I call I guess you call them like African British kids I don't know what they call their African Americans over there I think they just call them black Yeah okay <laughs> they just call them boy uh. <laughs> <laughs> they have another. They, you know what? They do have another in England.
0: Don't forget, England is racist. They have another version of. Oh, they have another version of the N word.
1: That's like weird. <laughs> uh dude <laughs> um everybody we this is our new podcast everybody has their own n-word yeah we're, we're gonna go through this is episode
0: every- one one we're going 183 episodes we're doing every country obviously we're ending with america because that's the that's the one that counts but next week we're talking <laughs> about word. next week we're talking about what does yemen call black people yeah. And then the, after that we're going to uh We're going we're going to the Philippines. We're going to folks. Azerbaijan after that. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Um But 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 seriously getting back onto it like God
0: damn where the fuck are we? Mike.
1: I know, I know. I just didn't want it to be heard. <laughs> um sorry, this
0: seems like a departure, but this, this we're, talking about it, we're talking about Idris Alba. And he's been—I mean, he's been one of my favorite actors since I first saw him. In something, which was The Wire. Yes. Uh, but and he's been in that conversation of uh, black James Bond, and this—I don't know. This representation thing is interesting to me as a white guy who's never like even had to consider it. I never, I never, it never occurred to me that like I need to see more of me on TV. A, because there's plenty of it, and B, because I've also like watched. I don't know. I feel like I can watch things with black people in them and still relate.
1: Yeah. I I think that characterization is a big part of it and that that's something that shouldn't be overlooked. Right. Because uh, and specifically in the story we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. You're not looking at a black man. doing these things you're looking at a father
0: i relate to him i mean i I wish i was a i mean i'm not a father but i i I relate to him very much in in the one white guy in the film i don't relate to at all
1: exactly right like there's in beast beast we're talking about beast by the way guys we're we're not talking about any other before we
0: get to before we get to
1: any future bond movies yeah before we get to uh before we get
0: off james bond I'm just gonna say my. Oh, of, let's do this. One of my favorite jokes. Speaking of like, what are you gonna do with like, how's you know how's a black person gonna be a a, a British spy? All like, one of my favorite jokes from the I from the first season of the TV show Archer, great. which is an all still one of my favorite shows ever. Conway Stern. Uh, he was great, but no, this is at the end of the season. This is like the second to last episode. Um, Archer goes to Russia, and he gets kidnapped. Yes. He gets kidnapped and his mother Mallory, um, played by the great um
1: uh Oh goodness, she was the mother from on Arrested Development. Arrested, Arrested Development Um Shit, she's incredible. Uh, now I'm, now Jessica I'm Jessica Walter. There it is. Thank, thank, you. thank
0: you very much. You got me you got the first half and then that sprung board me to the second and half. And we anyway, can
1: build this world together. Je-
0: Jessica, Jessica Walker Walter, who's the mom, uh Mallory's like Freaking out. She's like, oh my she's like, oh my God. You know, you know, her son got kidnapped, Archer. She's like, you have to She's screaming at Lana, which is Aisha Tyler, the 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 black woman. He's, right. And she's like, Lana, you have to go undercover and save him in Russia. <laughs> and and Aisha Tyler goes, What? I've go undercover how as Russia's only black woman? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's yes. it's a, it's a yes. funny joke. It's a funny joke, but it's also Extremely What's also why it's also why from the 60s to the 80s James Bond couldn't be a black dude because James Bond is a Cold War artifact. He's a he's a Cold War character. That's he was created because tension between the West and Russia. The bad guys in every James Bond movie are some version of Russia. It's always, you know, russia or the fucking whatever something something that's next to russia like a warsaw
1: pact company or country
0: yeah well i mean the whole those the whole those books were just written about like the books and the movies and everything it's just based on it's just based on the west versus russia and it's spy versus spy it's all this kind of shit um there's some super villains and whatever but it's all basically like what if this rogue nation that we don't control gets super weapons or whatever And then let's instead of making it a nation, let's make it a criminal organization or whatever. But it's all it's it's England versus Russia. And you just can't in 1970, 1969, when these movies are it's 1962, whenever these movies are 65. It's like you can't, you know, people like what does it matter? Make James Bond black. It's like, well, it mattered for 30 years because it doesn't you can't be an undercover black guy in Russia. That's true. Um, Nowadays, again, 1992. Uh, or 1996 when um, Pierce Brosnan Pierce takes Brosnan. over. There you go. Biden, Cold War's over in, ni- in 1990. At that point, cast whoever you want. Maybe they should have not done Pierce Brosnan, even well, though he was my favorite.
1: Well, that's exactly it. Like they were they were riffing on the classics, right? Like, oh man, let's get a handsome British guy. Yeah, that's the other thing. Has to be, has,
0: he has to be a British dude.
1: Yeah, a handsome white British man. Look at this. This is this man is just great. He has Look to be a it.
0: British dude, and all the best black actors come from America. Yeah, Idris Elba is like the only. I mean, I'm just, no, and and now there's Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, dude, that he guy rules. is a chameleon. He, I just watched, dude. I just watched Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: I've never seen it. It's, Have to. It's awesome. That'll be it's, our next one. Judas and the so Black good. Messiah cast. It's it's so good,
0: um, it's so good. But he, and Kaluuya is incredible. In he, it.
1: He's so understated. Like he he acts so much without saying a word. Yeah, he rules. Who's the other? Uh, John Boyega sucks, but he's also a black I, British guy. I liked him in the early stuff, like way before the he was ever. Stuff? You mean Star Wars? No, no, no. Attack the block. If you've never seen that movie, do watch it. Never heard of it. We can talk about it. We don't have to do it on the pot. But <laughs> my win- <laughs> my window's open, and I'm looking at I'm looking at Clarence because I'm trying to have a conversation. But he'll just do
0: these takes to the camera. But I think he's looking out the window. I I every time he does a every time he turns to the camera to address it, I think he's looking at my window. I, I I fall for it every time.
1: Nick is saying in a very long and nice way that I'm an asshole. But yes, that's well, yeah. completely true. He should have to be talking to me. Pretend the camera's not there. <laughs> but seriously, um Attack the Block, great movie. It's about like an apartment complex that experiences an alien invasion. John Boyega is the lead in it. Very good. Okay. Yeah. And is it, it funny? It it is actually, yes. It's not anything like too super serious or too self serious. Okay. Check it out. If it's not good, your money back. Try to find a free streaming service. I got but, plenty of time to watch movies. I don't. don't you know,
0: Maya, I don't need my money back. Uh, all right. So sorry. That's enough of a di- of a digression. Now that we're twenty four minutes into this podcast, we've been making some time. That's well, right. Um, <clears throat> I don't mind if it goes long. We just got off onto a James Bond. A James Bond. Kind this is of thing. a mini
1: James Bond podcast, and I do
0: love James Bond. I do hope they bring that. Series. I hope. I hope they continue the series. I hope they make it better. I don't like the last ones.
1: I. I wouldn't mind if Idris was was on there.
0: I'd be fine. I honestly, he'd be, wouldn't. He'd, be, he'd be. He'd be. After, after seeing him in Beast, I don't know. Well, so let's well, talk. That's let's talk. A good about, segue. Let's,
1: let's talk about Beast. Let's talk about it. Okay. So I
0: was. So you and I. You and I talked about this briefly on a trailer trashed episode. Correct. I. <clears throat> um. I believe I was bearish on this movie, you meaning, meaning I saw the trailer. I was like, "That's probably gonna suck." Idris Elba kind of stinks. Um, who knows? I'm pretty sure I I was going. I'm pretty sure I I underestimated it because I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I was pleasantly surprised by how how much I enjoyed this film. You heard it. There it is. There it is. Pleasantly surprised, Tazo. <laughs> it's Nick, not a Tazo you get to see very frequently, Nick. But when he shows up,
1: P.S. Tazo, there he is. <laughs> uh, pleasantly motherfucking surprised, P.F.M.S. P.M.S. <laughs> P.M.S. Tazo,
0: which I, which you could accuse me of, uh, easily. Uh,
1: you know. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you this. These days, tell it's, me.
0: Tell me into the microphone.
1: It Shut up. <laughs> These days it's very hard to have like an original property movie that grips you as hard as this movie grips you. Excellent point. Absolutely. The
0: fact that this is just like a standalone movie. It's not. It's not part of a fucking it's universe. It's
1: not setting up the beast cinematic <laughs> the beast universe.
0: <laughs> Next year, Idris Elba has to go. He has to go fight a. He has to go fight a rhinoceros
1: in India. And then, and then, and after, then he has to fight a space hippopotamus on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it all culminates with yeah. Thanos again for yeah. some reason.
0: Every Every movie, he's in a different country fighting whatever their animal
1: is. And he was in that that epic universe too. Yeah, he was in the MCU. Yeah, he was uh, he was Heimdall in the MCU. So Oh, yeah, he was uh, he was one of the Thor, he was one of the Thor he guys. He was in four fucking movies as far as I know. Four Thor movies. That's the thing, dude, he sucks.
0: <laughs> he's <laughs> he, He's good in this. He is and, good and, in and this. And he's good in it, but also I think the material's really good. I think it's really well written, and I think the honestly, I I would just for curiosity's sake, I would like to see what I would like to see a longer, I would like to see deleted scenes or what was cut out of this movie because this movie is a incredible ninety-two minutes long. It's it's which every movie should be ninety minutes. It's a it's a tight it's a tight ninety. Uh, it's so well paced. They 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 get into and out of all the topics they need quickly. They don't like um they don't over so well I'll explain exactly what I'm talking about here in a second. Let's get to some of the plot. Idris Elba is a doctor and a father of two young girls. Correct. Both of whom are, you know, one's a young teenager, the other's an old teenager. 18 and 13, something like that. 18 and 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: there, there's one who's clearly well into adolescence and one who is entering yeah, adolescence. <clears throat> um anyway, their mother
0: passed away recently. Cancer. Cancer. That's right. Which by the way,
1: fuck cancer.
0: Hey, it's terrible. Uh uh absolutely it it's it's, a, it's weird that we have this devastating force it's weird that we're not like spending all our time trying to just solve cancer.
1: Yeah, like hey, nice. And by we,
0: I mean the scientific community. I have no, tool. I've got no way to, I've, you know, I'm useless.
1: I'm still, I'm still waiting on my certification for the cancer fighters, but we're getting there. It's like being a fi- a volunteer fire. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, either way, the mother dies of cancer.
0: Um, he is a New York doctor. <clears throat> um. um and their their family lives in new york she however was originally from this uh village in south africa um a rural village and so he takes uh, where where they met um he takes his daughters to her village um and they stay with they stay with a a good friend of theirs um, uncle mike uncle martin uncle martin pardon me um, yeah <clears throat> i got to go uh, Played by uh, Charlto, uh, Charlto Copley. Yeah, Charlto Copley, who I I didn't recognize at first, and I looked up IMDb, and I I was like, oh, this is the this is the dude who played Wickus Vandermeer from District Nine, one of the all time great movies about aliens. Have if you ever not? If not, the best movie about aliens ever.
1: Serious question: Have you ever covered District Nine? No, that should be one. If you even want, to do, if you don't want to cover it with me, we should. You should cover that movie. We should. Yeah, we could that do is it, such a good. We one. could do an Indican. I I
0: said years ago when I first watched it, I was like, this is my favorite movie about aliens ever. It's it's better than Alien, which is the best movie about aliens. It's <laughs> it's better than <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's it's better than any any th- movie that has aliens in it, District Nine is better.
1: It's like what if Independence Day happened but they sucked.
0: Yeah, it's better, it's way better than Independence Day. Um <clears throat> but anyways.
1: Anyway, yeah. So uh, they go get, they get go and stay with that.
0: they go stay with Charlotte Ocarpley, Copley, uh Uncle Martin. They stay at his house. Um he has some stuff uh of the mom's old stuff. But anyway, what we see during this time <clears throat> Uh, is that this is a this is a, a desperate attempt? This trip, this trip to this safari trip, this trip to to see mom's hometown. This is a desperate attempt to uh, reconnect a fractured family. <clears throat> These uh, uh, we also find as part of the conversation, a regular part of conversation. We find we you know, and that's what's so great about how well written this film is. They don't hit you over the head there's no it's just like you it's very natural dialogue and during it we find out oh before she got diagnosed with cancer the Idris Elba and and the mother they split up they separated there was already a divorce beforehand they weren't divorced they were not divorced they were they They were 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 separated separated. yeah they they were it it was a separation right and then, and then um, she got sick. Anyway, the separation obviously damages the family. The cancer super damages the family. They don't reconcile, uh, and, then, and then she dies unreconciled. It, and it puts a lot of strain on this single father now and his two girls. Uh, so he's trying to glue it back together. We also find out he's a little bit of an inattentive father. He is a New York doctor uh presumably very busy all right he's a he's a busy dude but that's no excuse he's not paying the kind of attention to his daughters and to their um to their interests that he should um and we see that because the daughters or one of the daughters says so and if she says so you got to believe her i mean it, it's you know uh and, and he's struggling, he's trying to, he's trying to connect, and it's already, they're already, there's so much distance there. You feel all of this in this first, like, night. And I remember watching it, at first, I took a note right away, Um, <clears throat> that I can't tell if this, I, early on, I was like, I'm gonna wait to make my decision, but early on, I'm like, I can't tell if this fractured relationship is well done or poorly done because they're kind of going back and forth between things um, the older daughter do you remember this the older daughter is like the older daughter won't speak to him he's like hey dinner's ready and she's like ignores him but then he says something like "Yep." he says something about the suitcase and she goes dad I packed your suitcase for you I know what's in it so it gives you it gives you that complexity right she doesn't really want to talk to him but she does help pack his suitcase you know they're not completely separated so there's on, and then right. after watching it after getting a little further into it I was like oh this is actually really well done I I love the way they're like trying to show the, the threads that are kind of holding this family together the subtlety <clears throat> yeah absolutely
1: yeah you know I, I was thinking when I was watching it it's like the older daughter she's been through so much of this that she's like Okay, I understand that my dad is always going to fail to come through, and the younger daughter hasn't been through all of that yet. That's why she's still a little bit more hopeful and optimistic towards her dad.
0: Yeah, she's a little more optimistic. That's right. That's a great point. And I'm, I'm famously everybody. Everybody knows this about me. I don't like movies with kids in them, and I don't like TV shows with kids in them.
1: We've all read the wiki. Yeah, everybody.
0: Look, everybody. uh, There's one thing everybody knows about me. Everybody knows me, and everybody knows I don't care for kids in films. Uh, but these two young actresses are fantastic.
1: They they really play it really well. Um, I do think that the characterization of the, the older girl, you know, where she kind of, and getting a little bit more into plot, where she kind of runs off and tries to find... Mm-hmm. The the friend, yeah. the uncle Martin. Yeah, she's a little more headstrong. She but she's,
0: again, she's eighteen.
1: She's about to be going to college. Exactly. Yeah, and plus, you know, um, there there's a there's a very fine point made on. You remind me so much of your mom. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Idris Elba says that, and it's like, okay, well, maybe that's always kind of how it was gonna be for her. But yeah, uh, I I do think that 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 was the only thing. If I'm being nitpicky. Yeah. That is the only thing that I felt maybe was a little heavy-handed. Okay. That makes
0: sense. Um I'm, nothing. No, I agree I agree definitely didn't burp. <laughs> um anyway, so they go to Africa. They go to they go to mom's African village. They stay with one of mom's best friend, Uncle Martin. Um he's got some of old artifacts and old photographs that that mom took um uh, the oldest daughter is interested in photography as well. She wants to go to NYU for photography. Correct. And they're just—they're going to hang out. Um, they get into a fight at dinner, or there's a lot of tension. Here's another—I mean, I hate to just quote dialogue, but that's an important thing, and I love this. Was actually my favorite little moment of the movie. I think there's a the girls have gone to bed. Um, Idris Elba... And uh charlotte Sharl- Sharl- Copley, Nate and uh, Nate. Thank you, Nate and Martin. Nate and the Martin. the two adult the main, men. They're still they're still awake. Um, they're hanging out drinking, and they you know they kind of have a little bit of a confrontation. You expect it to be like, did you sleep with my wife? Yeah, I thought it was going that way. I thought it was going real cheesy, but it wasn't. Uh, Nate goes, you know, uh, Idrisa Elba goes, hey man. Martin, why didn't you come to the funeral? Like, you could have flown to New York for the fu- for the funeral. Why did you skip it?
1: This was good.
0: Martin goes, man, I didn't want to see her buried. And she, you know, again, with with the subtext of she's a woman from this village in South Africa who loved animals and loved nature. nature. And she loved all this kind of shit. That's all in parentheses. He goes, I didn't want to see her buried in a concrete plot in New York and let's not don't ask me to elaborate. Let's not even go any further. Let's just leave it at that. And it, it, and then they do, and it tells you so much. And then the fact is they never address it again or bring it back up, but it does such a great job of like, yeah, these are real people with problems and differences of opinion. And, um, uh
1: i don't know it just felt so it felt so genuine to me well a lesser movie would have just never answered that question right a lesser movie would not have ever addressed it but there was a scene written in that felt genuine and did answer the question
0: yeah yeah or a lesser movie would have a lesser movie would have made it a big blowout like a melodramatic fight, exa-
1: okay, like okay. a soap
0: opera. I think that's fair. Or, yeah. or a lesser movie would have been like, um, or, or, or a lesser, a, a way lesser movie would have been like, you know, he would have gotten mad, like, what the fuck do you mean about that? Like, you know, she's my wife. I wanted to bury her in the home we lived in. He's like, she was like, he was, she was mine first. And then you find out that they had a relationship before. Whatever, like. That, the melodrama. Yeah, that would have been, that's a lesser movie. And that's where you're sitting, rolling your eyes like, Jesus, who, you know, A, no, you didn't, and B, who fucking cares? It just sucks. This movie just was so um stark and mature about this kind of stuff. And it it just felt real. Really? It felt real. It didn't feel like, it didn't, none of this felt um, soap
1: opera-y one of the things that i liked about how it didn't feel soap operay was how when they start mentioning things like the anti poachers and all of that they didn't lay it on too thick yeah uh, and, and that that's kind of pushing forward in the narrative although
0: here. i will say the term anti-poacher itself
1: a little bit antifa a little bit a little bit yeah a little little bit (laughs) antifa
0: it does feel weird because do people like and you know what that's such a great point it's exactly like antifa because you call yourself an anti-poacher but they don't call themselves poachers do they
1: do they know they're poaching we are businessmen yeah that's the thing yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're all they're African businessmen, that, I, and you know what? That that's actually something that's that's so funny. You mentioned that Jesus was that me that was, or you? That was me. My bad. Okay, no worries. Nothing, guys. Nothing. Uh, that's something that's kind of it's funny that you mentioned because I remember watching this movie and thinking, oh, okay, these are people who are profiting off of their own land, even if it is in a way that we in the Western civilization find heinous you know poaching animals and things like that this Ooh. is native Africans profiting off of their native land that's a hell of a point point. and it's something it it's not a straight issue and don't get me wrong do I like people killing endangered wildlife absolutely not but who are we to impose what we think is our moral code on people whose land that actually is
0: I that's a really, really great point. And that's a good point. It's like who I mean, who's to say that Africans can't hunt lions? The the implications that they're selling it to Absolutely They're, they're selling it to Chinese people who are using it to there's they're grinding the bones up into powder for their Chinese medicine. That is
1: one way to get the Chinese involved in the film market.
0: Yeah. That's the thing is, yeah, that's how we sell this movie in China. It's like this is hey, this is where your lion bones come from. You like lion bones, yeah, yeah. You wanna be famous for don't your you? for for Eastern medicine. Um that spoiler alert doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Western podcast, folks. All right. Everybody knows that.
1: Hashtag Westcentric. Um
0: Yeah, I mean that's who you know, that's who's buying like Rhino Horn and Lion knuckles and all kinds of shit. It is all eastern. Ivory, it is, all of them. Yeah, it's, it's it's China. It's Chinese people. Um, so, but yeah, if they're if they're that's that's the that's the difference is that these people aren't killing these lions to protect their village. They're killing lions for like profit and stuff like
1: that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that does make it worse, right? And and that's when one lion decides. That's when one lion decides he's going to go Rambo. Yeah. For sure. And or
0: or actually, I, I wrote this down. Um he's a big cat. Uh the the last so they, the the movie starts off they they kill this pride of lions. Correct. But one male lion gets away.
1: Group of poachers p- kills a pride of lions yeah. except
0: for one male. The one male gets away and then we find out he's on revenge. This giant cat who I call John lick
1: <laughs> Shut up Shut up Oh god you know it's going to sound like I'm putting my microphone down and getting out of here but <laughs> So John lick is which is what we're calling him
0: this lion goes on a tear and he fi- I would love he I does. would I would love to see this movie again from his perspective from his,
1: Exactly just with, yes. a, with a
0: GoPro around his shoulders and just getting to watch this lion fuck, up. and he's 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 not even he doesn't even give that much of a fuck about. He doesn't know the difference between the humans that hunted him, he and then and then the humans that are on a safari trying to f- save their father daughter relationship. He doesn't know the difference, and he doesn't care. And um, or and he also doesn't know the difference between a village of just like innocent people. He kills everybody in this village. He kills. If you walk on two
1: legs, I don't know you no more, fam.
0: Yeah, that's 1,000%, it? dude. John Lick is going fucking <laughs> wild on people now.
1: That is so good. He's just like, they killed my family. Please title this episode John Lick. I
0: can't. <laughs> I have to name it the name of the
1: movie. <laughs> okay. Maybe right. I
0: will. That would be a funny. That's so good.
1: Um, but <laughs> Beast, hyphen, hy- or John, parentheses, Lick. Parentheses, John, John Lick. Parentheses. Parentheses, John Lick. There it is. But, um, but that's such a good point. It's like. You fucked with the exact wrong lion, right? It's it's a Django story. It's a a John Wick story, but it's told from the perspective of an unwitting victim.
0: Yeah, this is just a family that happened to be on safari um, with their anti-poacher uncle. And then uh, and, and they get trapped in the middle of
1: it. The anti-poacher is on his side, and he's the one that suffers the most. Uh, he's trying he's trying everything he can to save lions the anti-poacher for sure but again lions don't know that they're animals exactly and that that's why it's such a good man versus nature thing yeah because nature doesn't care about your intentions nature is nature yeah a
0: hundred percent um anyway and then that's that's basically that's basically the film um this lion goes this lion goes nuts and it's attacking everybody uh idris elba and his family get uh caught in the middle of it um the lion attacks uncle martin correct and then that separates them for a little bit
1: and and there there are hints that this lion is malicious in its intent. Right? There like it, it's 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 yeah. like this is setting a trap. Right. Well that's for he's us. just killing he's just killing what he thinks are predators. Right, right. But I mean there's remember when Martin is there on that little like island in the bog Uh-huh. and he's like, Don't come over here. It's a trap. The lion is watching me. Yeah. He's not attacking, he's just waiting. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's real ghost in the darkness kind of
0: that's vibes. literally
1: did you read my note? No, I didn't. The top
0: note I wrote on my phone. <laughs> oh
1: no! No way! Seriously, ghost same in, same,
0: ghost, same verbiage. Ghost in Darkness vibes. Same verbiage. Yeah, because Ghost in Darkness is also a really good movie, uh, starring Val Kilmer. One of Val Kilmer's best movies, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and it's it's really really. Uh, it's really, really cool, but that's like also 1910s. That's 19. That's like the British are trying to build a railroad in the middle of Africa, and it, of course, they, they interrupt the ecosystem, and then the lions are like, fuck this, and then these two lions go nuts, and they kill like 25 people, right? which is a crazy lion rampage from back in, from,
1: you know, it's famously the most... I don't know, man. If I killed 25 people, I'd be considered to be on a rampage, personally. Yeah. Now 24, they they'd let me off. It's Uh, like stealing something that's twenty dollars at Walmart. Yeah, but lions usually kill one person. (laughs) This team (laughs) And then they don't get away with it anymore. Yeah, the dynamic
0: duo killed fucking twenty five or two or whatever. Like the they Ghost in Darkness, they were putting up numbers in nineteen sixteen or whatever the fuck that happened. You know They were definitely racking up W's. Yeah. Oh, there was a pith helmets, fucking strewn all over the sav- <laughs> savannas.
1: <laughs> fucking, hey guys! <laughs> but but seriously, sorry I burped. Um, definite vibes from that because you had man hunting lions, lions that were trying. Mm -hmm. Actively to kill humans. Yeah, and that's exactly like immediately from when from the get go there. That's the vibe that I got. Even when they they showed that pride, you remember how they had that. I remember really,
0: and that was actually a great setup.
1: Exactly,
0: a great setup to how it ends, which we won't even bother spoiling it. Uh, But aliens, (laughs) aliens coming and you think you think your problem is lions until 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 wait a second is
1: the backdoor prequel to cowboys versus aliens it's called niggas versus aliens
0: (laughs) it takes place in the (laughs) aliens universe that's what we were talking about (laughs) stop doing cinematic universes idris and then maybe i'll take you
1: seriously as an actor and i can say it (laughs) but but no 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 um Definitely not to spoil the way that it ends, but they they really do a good job of...
0: Yeah, they set a, something that Something that happens earlier pays off in the end. Absolutely. Or as I like to call it,
1: Chekhov's lion. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do have a Chekhov's gun moment, which I thought was really, really nice because... And this is just a tiny little thing. But they have Idris... Like, uh, Charlton Copley tell Idris Elba... Uh, grab his gun oh yeah and then he grabs it and it's only got three shots in it so it subverts it because it's like the gun's not gonna really make a difference here is it oh yeah that's a good point it's just you and whatever knife you have and you've got to fight a fucking lion
0: and the other thing that's great is that we find we, we find out that ostensibly martin is the you know, Uncle Martin, the anti- he's, he's, he's an anti-poacher. He's supposedly the badass. He's the one that's familiar with the terrain, familiar with the animals. He goes off and he takes, you know, he's we think he's going to be the dude that's taking care of business, but he gets injured right away. Idris Elba, another thing I lo- I really like about this movie is that he's a doctor. That's- he, so he's useful and he's focused on trying to take, care of people and make people you know trying to save people but at no point until the very end i guess at no point are you like idris at no point does he turn into a rambo he doesn't turn into like a superhero he doesn't turn right. into like oh there's no way this dude could do that it it it's played very kind of realistically all the way through he can do what he can do which is i'm gonna keep you alive I you know he's good under pressure because he's a surgeon but other than that, he's like, uh, you know, he's he's a pretty regular dude,
1: right? At the, at the very end, in characterization, absolutely. Yeah,
0: I mean, even but even in his actions, all the way throughout. Uh, uh,
1: so I don't know. You yeah. know, one thing that I was I was noticing is in his interactions with his daughters, when things were really hitting the shit, as it were. He was always telling them it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, which is what anybody who's just a regular non-Idris Elba dude would do. You know what I mean? Like Idris yeah. Elba, I'm sure he would feel like I mean, he like he, like, he, like when uh when
0: uh in the Simpsons movie when when Lisa throws the pig, the roasted pig into the lake. And Homer's like, it's still good. It's still good. And then it goes through a dam and it's like, it pops out the other side of the pipe and it's flying through there. It's, it's still good. It's still good.
1: <laughs> I suppose, although I got to be honest to the viewers of this podcast, I've never seen that movie.
0: Okay. Well, anybody, anybody that has seen the Simpsons movie knows that I was right. It's Any real
1: fans. Um, But, but yeah, like. I just think that he played it really well, although at some point he turned back into Idris Elba, the action movie star who literally played a cyborg in that Hobbs and Shaw movie. I uh, never saw
0: it. A cyborg? He played, he literally. Hobbs and Shaw, the. the, the Fast
1: uh, and the Furious franchise. Fast and the Furious has cyborgs? There's li- He literally plays a fucking cyborg. Have you never heard of this? No, I've never watched it. He plays I've, a side.
0: I saw the first Fast and Furious and I, I've never even seen any of the other ones. I
1: how many people like I don't know. Fighting a lion seems like a pretty big bite to chew off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would have uh yeah, I mean it, it's
0: you know, it's a little crazy, uh for sure. Especially, like, you know but again, it you you do what you do, it's a pretty clever plan he does at the end that
1: is true that is true he he gets everybody he is concerned with Mm -hmm. to safety yeah and then he just decides this is it one way or another i gotta do this i'm gonna do what i know and i could see that level of desperation sorry desperation pushing somebody to the point where they'd be like yeah i'll fight a lion
0: yeah for sure i i totally agree um, yeah, anyway, I just, I loved the, and again, it it's well paced, it's very short. Um, can, can I love the, I love the, I just loved how, like, I loved how, I thought all the characters really made sense. I thought the characters were very realistic, and I thought the characters were very well done, um, and that's the most important thing in a movie. If you think, and I see this a lot, because I, you know, I read a lot of film stuff, and let me just tell you if you think character isn't the most important part you're fucking dumb all right you're wrong (laughs) if you think it's like the vibe of the film or whatever you know uh if if the characters don't ring true if it's not a if if they're not a good story it's you know it's terrible it's bad so um that goes out to twitter fucking idiots yeah you
1: guys come on um, you know, one thing I will say about this movie that I uh, I noticed, not on my first, because I watched this movie twice. Um, on my first viewing, I noticed it. And then on my second viewing. You watched it twice? I did. Today? No, no, no. I watched one like kind of this morning. It doesn't. We'll talk okay. about it. Nick. But um, on my first viewing, I noticed there are a lot of one shots in this. There are a lot of single take shots or what appear to be single single take shots. Did you take a look at that? Did you mm, notice that? No, how do you know it's only one? How do you look, Well, uh, it's meant to be looked at as a single take. You mean right? you mean like a single like a long yeah, shot? Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, like a, a one
0: A long okay, a long shot. Yeah. A they they could
1: have done it in multiple
0: takes. Indeed, but, but it, like
1: it's meant to be presented that way. Just, oh,
0: you know what? I honestly didn't notice that. One the one little bit of cinematography I noticed was right at the very very beginning. Um, it's in the middle of the night. One of the poachers shines a flashlight directly into the camera. yes. And it blinds the camera. And then, because you go from darkness, he shines a flashlight. He's looking around for the missing lion. He shines it right into the camera. And then they use that as kind of a transition into like the next thing. I thought that was really cool.
1: Yes, yes. And one of my favorite parts of that shot from the beginning was when like all the poachers, they're like one got away or whatever. And they're telling everybody, you know, to look out. Uh, one of the poachers leans down and like grabs something from the ground. There are other poachers behind him when before he leans down, and then when he comes up, of course they're fucking gone. The implication nice. being, the they, lion they gun. got lioned. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. you got lioned, son. Yeah, that's awesome. The the only and again, I I'm not a guy. I don't look. I don't believe in science, so I don't care about. When I say realism, I I mean like real characters and like genuine human emotion. That's what I that's what I want to be real. That's why characters are the most important. As far as actual what would happen in real life with science, I don't give a fuck. In almost every single movie, it's a little. There's a couple times this lion is looking the the evil the crazy lion John Lick is looking for somebody to eat. He's looking for somebody to kill, and there's a scene where one character hides up in a tree. That's like he he's hiding in a tree branch. that's like six feet off the ground. There's a scene where the girl, you know, one of the girls is hiding under a desk, and the lion. It's kind of like a slasher movie almost, where it's like, yeah, I feel like you can't hide from a cat. On if you're if you're under a desk, I feel like your cat can find you because they can smell everything
1: hey heads and, up and, you know this, what i mean i've yeah it's like hey heads up this is an apex predator it knows how to find where it wants to kill Well, it, it. can just hear you if
0: you're if you're yeah if you're in a tree and your oh, arm it, slides uh, and you 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 rustle
1: the, the it, tree bark it does it'll hear you it, it's like hey never experienced anything in a tree before that made noise while it was up there oh no that's that's so. That part kind of took me out of it
0: a little bit. Was like, I understand this lion is uh, is on a rampage, but it's also a you know, th- there's a lot there's a lot of hiding places that I felt the movie presents them as lion proof hiding places, and I feel like they were not lion proof.
1: Yeah, you know, if I were giving this a rating of lion proof to not lion proof in um in any sort of rating for that kind of thing. And as not being an expert? Absolutely not lion proof. Yeah. hundred percent unless you were in Again a howitzer. They're
0: again they're they're presenting this lion as a very emotionally distraught. So maybe he's maybe maybe the lion is so particularly angry. motivated. Well maybe yeah. maybe he's so angry he's just missing he's missing some of the stuff a normal lion would get. I don't know. But there's a lot of, like... I can't do... I'm so
1: mad I can't even the, look up. I don't know why that the lion is Alex Jones. Sorry. <laughs> I'm lot, so mad.
0: There's a lot of, like, hiding up against the wall, and then you can see, like, you can see the lion through the door frame over a character's shoulder, it, and it's just, like, you're just sitting there still while the lion's in the other room. And it's just like I feel like that's not how you hide from a lion.
1: It, it's T Rex logic from Jurassic Park, right? Like, yeah, don't move. Literally, yeah, at one point in t- the movie, he's a T Rex. They, they say, "Don't move, don't move." While the lion's looking in through the windows of an SUV, it's very, very
0: well. I I can understand that of like, well, that's true. That's exactly out of Jurassic Park. But I can understand that like, don't make any sudden movements. You won't think you're a threat. This is this that was before absolutely that was before they realized that that uh John Lick was on a fucking campaign to just kill all humans,
1: although I mean we killed his pride, you know what I I'm mean? not hey,
0: I'm not even saying he's not justified, he should have absolutely he should have killed everybody and then just keep how awesome would it be they should make forty of these movies, and he's just like <laughs> wrecking countries like. This lion just killed everybody in Chad and he's moving on to fucking Senegal. Like, you know, <laughs> this lion is... This lion's going to wipe out everybody and then he's moving on to
1: Europe. This this lion actually is... Uh, wait. Yeah, he killed Mohammed bin Salman and he is <laughs> taking over the oil in Saudi Arabia. This lion is fucking I the mean, most important person on the planet. The now. lion...
0: I mean, it's tough. The lion killed so many innocent people, but he also wiped out ISIS.
1: Yeah, You know... <laughs> And you, now you got to give him credit. And then it's
0: like the and then you know the 7th movie or whatever like the lion comes to America and then he's like just going down the streets of Atlantic City just biting the heads off strippers and gamblers and old people like <laughs> The
1: lion is Donald Trump. I'm kidding. Guys, it's not political. It's not political.
0: Yeah, you can leave those politics back at home, You're all gonna, right? That's like, junk.
1: Yeah, we're we're all going to get through this. All this, the is a, same, this is a though. fun show. This is a family show. Let's get trashed. <laughs> a family show. Um
0: one thing I wanted to talk about that we haven't quite talked about yet is um I don't know, because I feel like I sometimes forget to bring up some of the thematic stuff that I see happening in these movies. Right. For example, um, you know, we kind of th- I mean I, we got into it on the last episode you and I did which was Crimes of the Future. That one we really got into it and I had a really I had a lot of fun talking about that those themes. So I didn't want to forget them the ones that came up here but let's talk about mm-hmm. the the idea of like losing family. Right. That that uh connects both our protagonist Idris Elba and his family, you know, his, Idris Elba and his two girls and then our antagonist, the lion <laughs> Exactly, who lost his whole family too right so they're both like it's funny you see them you know you see them in conflict at the end but they're both people suffering from loss and uh in a, in a weird way that kind of like unites them
1: yeah yeah that's a a thread that kind of binds those two entities together right because you have somebody who's arguably in the worst pain of their existence, this lion. Mm-hmm. And they're they're lashing out and trying to figure out how they can rectify this. And then you have somebody who's going to the same extremes to prevent that from ever happening.
0: Yeah, he's he's, he's lost... Uh, yeah, exactly. Idris has lost one person. He lost his wife. He doesn't want to lose his daughter. And he
1: lost the chartole copley oh yeah well
0: and well he loses him event sorry guys spoiler alert we see we see that happen um uh but yeah he's really trying to avoid losing his daughters is the whole point but the this lion is a dude that lost everything exactly and so it's just like you can uh just that family theme kind of connects the two which is super fun and interesting to me
1: um and they do, they do put a really nice point on that. Maybe like not too fine a point. They don't outline it too overtly, but they do kind of say, you know, it's a lioness's job to hunt for the pride. Mm-hmm. It's a lion's job to protect the pride. That's a great point. Yeah, lions, the, the male
0: lions stay home and, you know, they fight off other lions. They, they protect the pride and keep them together, which that's what... That's what Elba's trying to do this entire film is protect, you know, he's trying he's to, keep, protecting he's trying his to keep his family together and protect them from getting eaten, uh, which is, or getting, you know, his tripped out.
1: He's trying to keep as many of his people alive as he can, as yeah. many of his kind. And I think that's a really, really great point to draw that parallel between the antagonistic lion and the protag- protagonistic human. Yeah. As it were.
0: The only other thing I want to say, because I don't want to spoil any more of it, um, okay, or any of it, but, so again, like we said, I, I don't know if this is a, I don't know, I don't know if hiding behind a, a, a curtain really can stop you from, stop a lion from finding you. That I don't know. Uh, maybe if you're a lion expert leave a comment and tell me tell me the truth tell me what's up with the lions please yeah all of our lionists please yeah all of our uh because i know i have a big zoology following uh a
1: zoology
0: so so please let me know in the comments um you know let educate me the only other thing that um the only other funny note i have was so from the uh, before the chaos ensues, they do get a chance on their nice little vacation to uh visit a friendly pride of lions, and uh, um, one that has developed a seemingly convivial relationship with uh, uh Uncle Martin. Conjugal, one may say. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, nobody would. One would not. <laughs> anyway, he goes. He he gets to go and like. Uh, he actually gets to like touch these lions and and hug them and play a little bit with some of the male lions that recognize Conjugal. him. Um, and then he goes. He goes. He's trying to get Idris Elba. He's like, you can go go touch the lions too. And, and Elba's like, Nah, man. I'm I'm just gonna. I'm I'm having fun watching you. I'm not gonna go do it. And it's that classic like crazy white boy. Black guy moment, where the white dudes like, "Come put your head in the lion's mouth," and then black dudes are just like, nah
1: like, <laughs> if it was alligators, everybody would be up in arms, but because it's a bunch of black people near a lion, it, oh, it's all good. It just, it's
0: just funny that like that happened. That has to have they had to have that like, they had to have the they had to have the black dude be like." uncle martin's a crazy white boy
1: you know here's one thing i really want to know like because i know obviously a lot of this stuff was like lion king disney reboot status right obviously there were a lot of cgi lions and all that stuff yeah but i thought they looked okay they they didn't look bad but i want to see the behind the scenes stuff of like charlotte copley And Idris Elba hanging out because when you think about it, they both both kind of occupy that same sort of space that we're talking about where, you know, it's like they'll never have a real huge leading role or at least it'll be a big thing when they do, but they're both pretty good actors. Yeah. Well, I want to see those behind the scenes. The other
0: thing that, because Idris Elba's, he's British, but he's, he's putting on a American accent. He's doing an American accent. He's a New York doctor from this, but why not make him a London doctor?
1: That would be it. Well, maybe he was Copley. A- Copley makes sense because Copley is Dutch, and and well, no, he's he's South African. He, he is actually South African,
0: right? But he's a white South African, which, so means, techni- he's, which means he's Dutch.
1: Well, right, y- right, right. That's right. That's what, it's the Netherlands, but technically occupied. That uh, every, everybody in this movie is of African descent, which is kind of crazy. Well, for sure, that's um, weird, right? But I mean either way he's still These like niggas. he's an Afrikaner
0: or whatever. He's you know what I mean he's a Afrikaners. Yeah yeah yeah. He's, yeah, he's a absolutely. he's he's the reason he's there is cuz the Netherlands like colonized South Africa for, for so long. Um so yeah I mean he's like Correct. from South Africa but uh he's of Dutch extraction. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. That's that's uh but never but nevertheless so they're both like uh but I don't know they just didn't have to make He could have been a London doctor instead of a New York doctor. I don't don't know why they, like, why make him be an American character?
1: Well, you know, maybe it was because, uh, and I don't know, I'm, I'm really doing some mental gymnastics here to make it all work, but I think of it as that kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger logic. Like, in every movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger's in, it's like, oh, this is Harry Tasker. Yes, he's just a regular old. My name is Harry Tosca. It's like, <laughs> he's it's, just, No, it's not. He's just a regular old Austrian-accented businessman from America, yeah, from Ohio. Yeah, where in, you, where you know he's gonna be in from... the Running Man. In
0: the Running Man, he was. <laughs> My name is Benjamin Richards. Like, he was Ben Richards. He was. Uh, uh, who was he in Commando? He had another. He was oh, like Jake shit. Driscoll or yeah, something, right? Like he has the, like, the most standard like American white guy yeah. names, but he's just he's just an Austrian. He just has a German accent in everything, and it's like that's crazy that he a- sounds like that.
1: And nobody ever, ever, ever John is just Matrix. Like... That's who he was in.
0: That's who he was in Commando.
1: <laughs> nobody ever calls him on it. Like, are you sure you're not from like one of the Bavarian sort of yeah. states or? No, no, I can't hear you. <laughs> I am American. I think I like things like football and hot dogs.
0: Yeah. No. So I, I, I think of funny. it like
1: that. Yeah, I get I <laughs>
0: right. It's just we should have learned our lessons from that. Like just let him be <laughs> let him be a German guy.
1: <laughs> and it's the same thing here where it's like, Okay, it's a Druselva. okay, I get it. He's he's gonna do his oh, okay, all right. Yeah, definitely hear his British accent. Cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, he's from New York. Cool, yeah, I, I buy that. All right, let's just let him have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for years, people didn't know Idris Elba was British because they thought he was because from- Because of The Wire. Because of The Wire, they thought he was from Baltimore. Yes, like, that's how awesome he was.
1: He was he was very good there. He was good. I thought that he was putting on a bad British accent in Pacific Rim because I thought mm. that he was originally American. Interesting. But that was just him talking with his regular ass voice. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So um, that just kind of proves that I'm an idiot. But it also shows how good of an actor he is because he's really, really. I mean, like we've talked about for the first 30 minutes of this podcast, by the way, guys, go back and look at that. Uh, he's really good. He's great. He's he, he's good in this. I was I was not expecting him to be good in
0: this. But I was pleasantly surprised. That's it all comes full circle. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie.
1: Where would you say this lands for you? Would you recommend that other people take the time so, rent this? Which we haven't done this in a while. Uh, we
0: used, I used to do this on Let's Get Trashed, and uh, my old co-host would always. He was a numbers guy. He'd give something one through ten. He wanted to do numbers. I was always a more binary yes i i I tell people you should see this or no i don't honestly this movie i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend it i think you should do it i think you should go see it or um rent it maybe not right now it's kind of an expensive it's kind of an expensive rental right now but in a few weeks the price will drop it's definitely worth the five bucks to to watch It's short, well-paced, really well done, fun to watch. It's family and
1: character and everything makes so much good sense. It's awesome. Uh, What do you think? Uh, Personally, I would say that definitely people should be watching this movie. Um, Like I said earlier in the the pod, as it were, this isn't going to be something that is a marvel movie this isn't going to be something where you're watching the that's why you should watch it that's exactly it this isn't going to be part of the um like the cinematic universe that you're you're going to have to keep up with you're going to want to just watch this see it take it as a theater going experience did you ever watch that movie the nice guys Russell yeah, Crowe, Ryan Gosling. I did see that. I like that. Yeah. This kind of gave me those vibes because hmm. it's just a story told on film. And that's what it needs to be.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. You don't watch enough movies. If, if, if a story, to- I mean, that's what movies are supposed to be.
1: But so many of them are a serialized well, event. Yeah, and so told many, on film,
0: right? And which so many of them are just advertisements for other shit. And
1: that's what I'm saying. So, uh, but, so you're talking heads, I'm talking tails. But, but we're talking about the same quarter.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, this is uh, as as
1: Harry Styles would say, it feels like a movie. You are not trying to justify your position to me. With a quote from Harry Styles. it feels like a movie.
0: Like, it's like, gonna like sound like I'm putting my you, microphone, you go to the cinema and you watch a movie. Um, yeah, it's a movie and it's it, it's it, story-wise, it's great. Uh, um, so you recommend seeing it? I would definitely recommend seeing it. Even I recommend seeing it when it gets a little cheaper. Right now, it's 20 bucks to rent in a couple weeks, I'm sure it'll be five. Uh, so wait. But yeah. it's very but I really I enjoyed it immensely.
1: I would I would definitely say to uh get it for the best price you can. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you should definitely spend some spend the hour it's gonna take and the five bucks it's gonna take to rent it when you can. Hour and a half, but yeah, it's, hour, it's should, the perfect length for a movie.
0: It fits on a VHS, which is how which is what all movies should do.
1: We do still watch all of the movies that we follow here on vhs yeah this is a vhs only podcast and by the way we're doing blade, actually that's we're a doing blade 2 <laughs> well, we already we can't do blade
0: 2 because we we kind of covered all the blades when we did that. we
1: we did cover when him. we
0: did our blade retrospective it was all of them <laughs> although all right everybody we're out of time uh ladies and gentlemen if you want to see more of clarence riley the fourth please follow black ladder on instagram that's his uh, instrumental progressive rock band that's true super cool that is true follow Black Ladder follow me uh, at let's get trash pod at get trash pod on twitter uh, at Nick Tazo on twitter all that kind of stuff uh, follow me check it out uh, subscribe and like and leave a comment please tell me if you like this movie tell me if you like lions tell me how funny you think John Lick is as a lion nickname cause frankly <laughs> if I ever get a pet cat I'm gonna call him John Lick it's pretty sick. <laughs> Hashtag the tozzler All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, check this movie out. Uh, let, let's get trash. Bye, y'all.